Welcome to Muffliato, a Harry Potter podcast where we fill your ears to prevent you from hearing nearby conversations. I'm not Josh, but I am Blake, and today in this bonus episode, I give you some quick points about the latest Wizarding World movie, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Uh, now, we don't do too much discussion of the Fantastic Beasts series. You know, Josh and I usually stick closely to uh, the, the sort of Harry Potter world of the, the Wizarding World, but we do mention uh, from time to time parts and pieces from Fantastic Beasts. Uh, but I thought I would kind of give a couple of points, a couple of things that I noticed, some of my favorite things uh, from this latest film. Now, it obviously was released, you know, quite some time ago. So I'm assuming that, you know, I will put a spoilers, you know, warning here. I'm not going to go into great detail. This isn't going to take a whole lot of time. So so hopefully, you know, it's not too many, too many spoilers for you if you haven't seen it. You know, otherwise I'll go on. But you might have noticed that uh, uh, Josh's soothing voice is not here. And uh, I believe that's because he's developed a bad case of spatagroit. Uh, either that or maybe dragon pox. Uh, potentially he might have been hit with a slug vomiting charm. Uh, so we'll leave him to kind of get over one of those three things. Or maybe it was something else. But uh, uh, hopefully he'll be back uh, next week and in the clear. But anyway, first up, I want to talk about a couple of individual characters within the movie, within the Secrets of Dumbledore, that I really liked. And no, it's not no, it's not Dumbledore, and uh, it's not New Scamander, even though I, I do love the character of Newt Scamander. I think uh, Eddie Redmayne, um, he just does such a great job at that character. And, uh, you know, in the first couple films, definitely uh, he was a, a big fave. Uh, but first up is uh, his, uh, you know, what becomes his friend, one of his best friends, is Jacob. And uh, I loved the uh, the role that Jacob played in this movie. It tied it into the previous ones quite well. And obviously that's a little bit weird in saying that because you know Newt Scamander ties this movie into the previous ones but I just feel like Jacob's humor has always been something that has been uh, something that's kind of helped me through the movies quite well his kind of the fact that he brings that sort of muggle uh, charm uh, that kind of muggle element and perspective to things and he's always in awe of the wizarding world which which we are too you know we're always seeing these new spells especially you know for the first time it is amazing to see it's like oh what does that do oh what does that do and uh, that sort of you know he's inquisitive but by this film he's kind of fed up with it all and he doesn't want any of it he's been you know had his heart broken and and I just I I, I love his character arc I love that story uh, that he gets sort of taken on and I think he really because overall I wasn't as big on this movie uh, and I think I think the first one by far was the greatest and uh, you know they've gone downhill from there which is not something I say for the uh, you know the Harry Potter series you know if you've listened to Josh and I's uh, rankings of films and orders uh, if not go find that episode it's a that's a really good one but we have a range we bounce back from you know the later movies to the earlier movies to the later movies to the earlier movies whereas you know these movies here really for me the first one was amazing and, and great and that really opened things up it was it was really fun uh, the second one a little less so but I still enjoyed it and uh, yeah this third one's kind of, I don't know I feel like it dropped the ball for me which is a bit 
was a bit sad, but uh, Jacob definitely, you know, made a kind of, you know, there were parts in the movie that I really liked, and Jacob was one of them. Uh, another character, uh, and I'll, I'll mention probably only one more character that I actually, you know, really liked in these sort of great individual characters, uh, but was Professor Eulalie Hicks, or Eulalie Hicks, uh, and uh, nicknamed Lally, and uh, I just thought she was, uh, yeah, she was such a good introduction to the series, and I almost wish she was introduced earlier on, uh, and you know, into the other movies, because, yeah, she had such a great role to play, and uh, was incredibly talented, and some of the magic she used was really cool on screen, uh, and definitely helped kind of, you know, their mission uh, within the actual, uh, within what they were doing in the movie, uh, she definitely helped uh, quite a lot with her skill, with her talent, uh, and yeah, I just, I loved, I loved her ability, I loved the kind of, yeah, the colour that she brought to the the, the film uh, and it was actually quite a nice uh, addition you know because you're never too sure with new characters being added obviously they kind of want fresh blood uh, they want someone new so you're not just stuck with the same old people we obviously get that in the main Harry Potter series with uh, a lot of you know the, the new potentially new teachers uh, or a focus on new students you know we we start to see as, as we're finishing up with uh, Prisoner of Azkaban in our sort of uh, main series that Josh and I are going through the book we're starting you know this uh, goblet of fire and we're going to start to see you know Cho Chang and we're going to start to see more Cedric Diggory and and things like that so characters you kind of need more characters added into books and films as they go along just to keep things interesting and yeah, so I, I, I think that uh, Lally was just a, an amazing addition, uh, and I uh, hope that you guys who have seen it uh, would agree with me in that. I just found her kind of quirky character to be quite nice, almost like a, you know, I find Jacob to be quite quirky as as well in, in humor, but he's sort of the muggle version, and, and Lally would be the, the, the magical version. So with that being said of those two great individual characters that I find, I think the biggest thing that people were wondering about this film was the Grindelwald switch. And that's kind of what I call it in my head where they're switching out characters um, because of all the stuff that happened with uh, Johnny Depp uh, and uh, they, they, you know, he, he left the film and they had to find a new Grindelwald. Now, when I was sort of speculating before the film came out and uh, even before trailers were coming out, wondering how they were going to do this, obviously we've had experience in the past of, uh, in the Harry Potter series, with this kind of switch being made because Richard Harris, who played Dumbledore initially, passed away. So, you know, they, they've done this before, but that was just a clean break, you know, no mention of anything, nothing, you know, they didn't try to hide or anything. It's just a, a clear switch and everybody accepted it and it was and it was all good. Uh, and there's obviously controversy between who's the best Dumbledore, uh, but that is, uh, you know, we Josh and I have talked about that in other episodes and, uh, you know, maybe there's a, a, a better debate, uh, you know, a single bonus episode for that conversation but I think that uh, you know when when it came to this film knowing that you know Depp wasn't going to be in the film and Mads Michelson was going to play uh, Grindelwald how were they going to cover that because in the first film when you know they already had someone kind of and he was disguised in Polyjuice Potion so Grindelwald actually almost wasn't Johnny Depp until the very end of the film you know I was thinking are they going to do that again are they just at the start of the film going to do a quick Polyjuice 
switch. Uh, I don't know how many else, uh, how many of you thought something like that would happen. Uh, you know, sort of make it a magical uh, explanation of things, uh, or there was going to be some other magical thing. Now that's what I thought would potentially happen, but you know, in this case, it literally just made a clean break, like in the Harry Potter series with Dumbledore. It was just a, you know, here's a new person, and we're just moving on with it, and and that's okay. I think that's fine. Uh, you know, you're never going to potentially have this perfect cast that you can guarantee. You can't 100% guarantee everybody's going to stay alive. Everybody's going to, uh, you know, stay with the project and you know stay on contract and things like that. So yeah, they they went down the sort of don't mention it route where they just said, no, we'll just carry on. Now, I think Mads did an amazing job, and I don't know if this is controversial of me to say, but I think he would have played the better, like, Grindelwald from right from the start. I don't think, I never really, I never really got the whole Johnny Depp, crazy eyes, bleach blonde hair, sort of, it just, his character, like, he, you know, Johnny Depp, don't get me wrong, love Pirates of the Caribbean, love his movies, he's very, uh, he's an amazing actor, uh, and you know, he brought the character of Grindelwald, uh, you know, to life, and there was a sort of a, a good character there. But I just looking at Mads, it just would have been great to have him right from the start because I, I I liked his seriousness. I kind of liked that uh, about him, and so obviously he he does quite well in that regard in this film as sort of conveying fear, uh, as well as you know, there's this semi uh, amount of sympathy uh, or understanding that you may potentially give him. Uh, but, you know, he is fearful in that way, uh, whereas, you know, I just never kind of got that with Johnny Depp's version of uh, the uh, the Grindelwald character. So so that's that kind of gr- the Grindelwald switch where that was the biggest thing that, you know, going into the film, I was like, all right, what? Well, how are they going to deal with this? And right from the start, it's just more like, yep, let's not mention it. Let's go through it. But I, I want to mention my favorite part of the movie. Now, this isn't a huge spoiler alert or anything like that. Uh, but, you know, one of the characters gets stuck in a kind of a prison, a cell, and Newt Scamander has to go break him out with uh, his his trusty friends, good old Bow Truckle Picket and uh, the Niffler Teddy. And so I I loved the scene where when he goes to this kind of prison, he, you know, Newt Scamander has to sort of submit his belongings uh, to go see his, uh, well, his, his, his brother. That's, that's the prisoner. And uh, whilst he's doing that and faces his complications, uh, Pickett and Teddy, uh, this bow truckle and Niffler, I just love the moment, but they essentially are trying to get around the, the sort of the guard and break in, get the belongings, Newt's belongings back and uh, and save the day. And in slow motion, there is just this beautiful moment. Uh, and obviously, if you've seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, but uh, it's a it's a wonderful comedic moment of uh, Teddy and Pickett's relationship and how uh, the Niffler, uh, how Teddy just loves uh, his treasure uh, more so than uh, <laughs> more so than other things. So I I love that moment. That was a uh, that was great. I would love to hear if any of you guys uh, you know also appreciated that. Uh, or uh, obviously if you have your own favorite moment then that's that's great as well and the last thing i just want to mention before wrapping up this sort of little bonus episode would be the character of credence so i'm not putting this under my great individual characters or anything like i just want to talk about credence's character separately and i think this is one of the big reasons why i i didn't quite like this film as much as the others and it just seemed a bit all over the place for me 
and and Creedence characters just it just switches so quickly and and it's almost like he changes drastically but then it's not talked about and you know it's almost like there's focus on other things and credence is just sort of thrown in there uh it just seems like it is a bit too much of this kind of random like oh we've gone down the credence route but yeah let's just kind of go away from that and there's this new you know the the story is based around magical beast this creature uh and uh, that picks the new uh wizarding ruler and uh yeah just i don't know credence is sort of a side character at this point and uh, the whole storyline and even the battles that you know the fight scenes and stuff i just wasn't super impressed by uh it just yeah it, it felt a little lackluster to me uh, people may fight me on that but yeah to me it just seemed a, a little off uh, I, I didn't quite connect that well with it now i loved the visuals i loved the magic and all that it just you know, maybe maybe one of the things that I find hard is that the great part about the initial Harry Potter series is that we always came back to Hogwarts. There was always something familiar about it. Obviously, certain characters were there. Now, events changed, but we were able to process that. We were able to walk through those changes, but, you know, setting was familiar to us. Whereas, you know, the Fantastic Beast, there's not really a familiar setting now it's great that you know one of my favorite parts about the film that the latest uh you know fantastic beast film is that they do go back to hogwarts so we get a little bit of that flashback in history or whatever but i still just think it's it's there's no consistency over you know location and everything so it just i feel like this latest film just went a bit wild and all over the place whereas the other ones still had a little bit more of fixed settings so that's that's just me those are my thoughts now you know please uh, if you obviously disagree with me or agree with me you know you can you can let me let me know um, but those were just some of the thoughts that I had from the film so would I watch it again yes but it's just it's not quite as iconic for me and you know an amazing kind of film and screenplay than than Harry Potter just plain and simple and i think everybody would agree with that you know harry potter's the og it's you know that that's really where all our love for the wizarding world came to be and uh, you know the fantastic b series great additions but just still not quite taking the cake for me the last film but thank you for listening to today's episode if you're an apple user don't forget to leave a rating and review your support helps keep the magic alive you can send us questions on our instagram email or website mufflyadopodcast.com to continue the adventure join us next time to either discuss the movie adaptation of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban or another bonus episode if we need more time to go through the movie